0: Good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground. Um, If you're hearing my voice for the first time in a while, it's because I haven't been really posting episodes. I mistakenly shouted out my cousin for her birthday and a surprise party that she didn't know about, so I had to wait on it. Um, But once again, welcome again to a wrap-up, NFL wrap-up show, uh, basically talking about the Super Bowl. Kansas City Chiefs, shout out to them. Uh, Some takeaways from the Super Bowl, how it ended the show, the halftime show. Man, I can't hate on that. Um, Then we want to get into the, a little bit of uh, basketball, uh, up and coming promises, prospects that We're looking at, that we're seeing do some things, Uh, the return of Derrick Rose, get a little bit into that. But once again, we want to first start on the Super Bowl. Now, I gave myself 24 hours to kind of digest what I was looking at. I didn't want to just rush on the mic and be like, hey man, the 49ers sucked and choked the pretty boy that uh, Super Bowl up, whatever. I'm gonna give credit to the Kansas City Chiefs. They played their butts off in that for a quarter. Cause Mahomes was out there looking really pretty. The first three quarters, man, it looked like every time I looked up, he was throwing some. He was throwing some questionable balls, man. He was just a little off. The one interception he threw, he threw it right to the defender. It was like he did not see the defender there, and you could tell during this game that the 49ers' defense was having their way with him. They was getting to him. He knew that they were not winning their matchups on the offensive line. That, you know, whether it was Buffner, Bosa, they were coming for him now. Bosa had a, you know, of course my man wasn't making sacks and stuff like that, but they were coming. And that was the issue. He knew they were coming the Chiefs could not really run the ball like they probably would have wanted to. But I'm going to give their running back some props because he stood in there against some grown men throwing blocks, uh, chipping out on the lineman on his way out to, you know, catching the ball for some key first downs. The running back had to play the game where he got the ball, the nose of the ball over the pylon and get that touchdown in. But during the comeback, it was two minutes left in that game, and they showed the Kansas City Chiefs on the sideline celebrating, and on the other sideline, you see kind of a starey-eyed Jim Garoppolo, like Garoppolo, you you gotta go back out there, G, you gotta you gotta make this happen. You cannot be sitting on the bench shook because of the team that came back and took the lead. That should not shake you. If you are supposed to go out on offense and y'all been running everybody to the ground, and that's because the games have never gotten tight, then you're supposed to go out there and make this situation happen. And I understand that the Chiefs defense was playing lights out. They were, you know, but, but the ball was in Garoppolo's hands. Two minutes, 44 seconds left. No, you can't you can't run the ball down the field no more because you need to kill that clock. And my man is still throwing balls inbounds over the middle. No. <laughs> and they know it. The Chiefs defense knew it. There's certain takeaways of the game, man. First of all, shout out to the 49ers. The defense played tough. They, they they, play tough the whole way to get here. But the Kansas City Chiefs, if if I'm the coach of the 49ers and I got a 10-point lead in the fourth four quarter, on second down and five, I'm handing the ball off. I'm running this ball down your throat. I'm, I'm taking two of these downs and running it. I'm only throwing the ball if, number one, you calling a timeout. I'm only throwing the ball if we're not getting yards. They got cute. And that's what the cuts cost them. If this team didn't drive it down here, got the game to 17 to 20, and now you're going out here throwing the ball on second down and you being all cute, no. Run the ball down their throat. Kill that clock, man. You This is when you have time to establish your running game. This is when you have time to use their zone run block scheme. And if the Chiefs can stop you from running the ball – it has off, oh, unless you see it. You can sit here and say, well, they receivers had decent matchups or whatever else, or the tight end is a beast, he can get one. No. You guys made a living eating off of running the ball down people's throats, making them take it when they didn't want to take it. And now all of a sudden, you want to go play action. And now the Chiefs are playing. The Chiefs defense is out there with nothing to lose. So guess what they're doing now? They're sending pressure. And guess what the pressure's doing? Getting to your quarterback. Guess what happened to your quarterback? He got hit hard on one of those to where, to me, he was not the same on one of those last few hits CD took. And you can sit here and say that Jimmy Garoppolo folded in the last moment. You can sit here and say that uh, Coach... Uh, My man um, Shanahan choked that game away by trying to be cute. Um, Throwing the ball, you know, on second down and five. And you got the lead and time on your side. Like, dude, you was running reverses and everything else. Now, all of a sudden, you want to put the ball in your quarterback's he, Your quarterback has been basically managing that game the whole way through. And now you want to put it in his hand, and you only up by three points. No. <laughs> you know, that's how mistakes get made, trying to be cute in the game where you could just, hey, if you beat me doing what I do best, then you beat me. Fair and square, and i buy my hands. I'm playing and I got beat by somebody that, you know, we went down to the fifth round, and I got beat. I got beat. You know, if you beat me doing what I do best, that's fine. But if you beat me when I'm playing with a character I don't normally play with, if you beat me and I'm trying to do something I don't normally do, if I'm out here trying to be all stylish and style on somebody and get beat, then that's me. That mistake is made on me. As much as I'm going to get a Kansas City Chiefs credit for pulling that game out, the 49ers went out there and lost that game, man. I mean, and then the Kansas City Chiefs was running the ball down and broke their back. Man, that run, the the team just, it was Chronicles of Riddick, back-breaking. Like, my man was in the air. The dude scored the touchdown. All of a sudden, you said, ah, man, dude broke in half. And you hate to see a team with a defense that strong get their back broke. So we got two takeaways. Two takeaways going into the the what what could be happening or what I saw. Richard Sherman is too old to be on Twitter talking about he the best corner in the game. Too old, dog. And then a lot of them plays, the two plays on that one drive where my man got in the end zone putting the ball over the fight line. That was Richard Sherman chasing him, get beat. That fade that set up that play. That was Richard Sermon getting beat. Not only did he get beat, he got beat with a safety sitting over the top of him. My man ran by you and was so open that my man threw the ball to the dude with the safety sitting back there over top of him. That's beat. If you're on Sports Center and you're chasing a guy and the ball's going over your head. You tell me. That's getting beat. Now, I would say that he made a lot of plays, too. He made a lot of open field tackles. He did his thing as far as that. As long as he kept things in front of him. But as far as him coming into the box and pressing somebody and guarding somebody, bruh, you need to back up. <laughs> you, these dudes, you're not about their life. And that wasn't Tyreek Hill that got you. That was Sammy Watkins. They all fast, but to see him get beat on that fade, that was sports in the wordy, man. If your safety wasn't over the top of you, that would have been a touchdown. You know, and they was playing in the two-deep shell all game long. So, let's – all that going at the real Revis on who's the better corner and all that stuff, can that. Can it. Can it. You know, you was getting – you was over there, and they was lining up, and they was looking who – they was – they was looking over in your direction the whole time, Rich. They was looking at you, Rich Sherman. I understand you the dude, but you the man in the locker room. You're a good veteran. All of that other good stuff. You play the game the right way. That's good. Deion Sanders, that's not you. <laughs> so, you know, calm that down, man. You, you, you're getting a little older. You're a veteran now sometimes. And we all get old. So I got to take this step back. So... So that was the main takeaway, too. Composure is everything. You know, when you see Patrick Mahomes throw interceptions and he's on the sideline chomping his his mouth guard, wanting to go back out there, wanting to go out there and fix it. You know, he's chomping at the bit to get back out there and make some more plays. Like, he's not going to let that interception he just threw stop him. And then he was out there running for first downs and getting hit. And jumping back up. And that's that's what you need. When he, They knocked the ball out of his hand. My man dove down and grabbed that ball. A couple of years ago, they knocked the ball out of Cam Newton's hand, and he didn't dive to go get it. You know, and they lost that fumble. The ball got knocked out of Patrick Mahomes' hand. He on the ground, scrapping to get that. And that wasn't even his best game. He didn't play that well, but the fact that he was out there fighting and scrapping, that's the—that's what wins you games, you know. So we're just going to give shout-outs to them for pulling that Super Bowl out. You know, well-deserved, well-earned, hard-earned. They came back in all their games. I, I was sleeping on them almost all season, but Hey. Good job, Kansas City Chiefs. Good job. First Super Bowl in fifty years. Proud of that city and everything they they go through, so moving forward. The Super Bowl halftime show. I think we're gonna see more people pole dancing <laughs> after this after this halftime show, man. Am I the only one that was like, What about the kids? <laughs> when with my girl J Lo went up the pole. <laughs> Am I the only one, <laughs> cause I remember when Janet Jackson did her thing, it was like this would never happen again. So last night, when it was happening again, I guess because they was in Miami and they was doing a whole Latin inspired thing, and that was all good. But and I'm not going. Hey, I'm not saying it was bad. It was probably one of the best halftime shows I've seen in a while, man. Shakira, I'm, I wasn't even a fan of hers, but I saw that. I'm like, hey, she was getting it in. You know, she's a good performer, man. I'm like, musically, they, they, they dances with and stuff. They, they put a show on they did their thing. And even down to the very last sets where, you know, she came out with the Puerto Rican flag. And, you know, it kind of just made me feel like, man, the fact that they pay homage to their culture, the way that they did. And, and, you know, maybe a few people may have been in the background being offended. But I was just proud to see that the NFL put on a show that, you know, wasn't about white people. You know, it you know, they showed a minority culture and they showed the you know, they showed different people doing their thing. The people were rapping in Spanish and, and it was awesome, man. And I, the kids came out and did that little song and, and and then she came out with that Puerto Rican flag situation. I was like how come when it feels like when black people do stuff like this it's a controversy you know but but the fact that they came out and did their thing you know it was one of the first halftime shows so I was like this halftime show at the time was just as good if not better than the game was of course then the fourth quarter came and erased all of that (laughs) so um shout out to J-Lo shout out to Shakira shout out to Uh, my man up there singing this thing I don't even know his name but they all did a wonderful job shout out to the dancers man they was dancing and playing horns and everybody just was on their thing man it takes a lot of hard work it takes hard work for three people to get in lockstep and dance and stuff like that especially when you got a few people twirling on poles and doing their thing it's like what more do you need to see to be entertained So, I'm just going to give, like I say, props to whoever put that Super Bowl halftime show together. Props to J-Lo because she doesn't have to be there. J-Lo don't need that money. (laughs) Being real. he was like, oh, she get the um, profile of doing the Super Bowl show. She owns, she's a part owner of the Miami Dolphins. So, she don't need that money. For real. But she went out there to put on for her community, her culture, her country, all that. And I'm I got a lot more respect, man. I, I respect the hell out of J Lo for that, man. She did it all last night, and her and the old girl Shakira they danced their butts off. That that could not have been easy, especially when you stepping up around my age and older, and you twirling on poles and doing everything else. Like, man, I don't like walking up three flights of steps, <laughs> and here she is. Let me know I gotta, I gotta get in shape. <laughs> but, you know but more power to them doing putting on the show that they put on um, moving forward <clears throat> looking at the NBA a couple of games kind of stood out to me I was watching the I was watching the Detroit Pistons this weekend um they look pretty decent um Andre Drummond was doing his things the Detroit Pistons have a a veteran on their squad man he, he playing for an obscure eastern conference team don't ever get to see him but i was watching derrick rose man and if derrick rose was playing on the lakers or the clippers or if he was playing on one of the bigger squads you know like maybe even the milwaukee bucks one of them or if he was playing on one of them squads what he do what he's doing wouldn't be unnoticed but well, this is the second year in a row you see his game and he, he got that, he got a game that I can't even, you know it's hard for me to explain he's still, he's flashing still but he's pulling up you know, my man has a mid-range Jay that probably could have put another two or three years on his career and you see him and he's, you know he's leading these younger guys, he's kind of showing them what to and what to not do and you know, he got that old man swagger with him, man, that old man vibe, man, that, that you know, that confidence, man, he out here putting that work in, and, you know, with these young dudes, they just so blazing fast and everything else, you think with Jay, you know, with Derrick Rose, he done lost a step. Derrick Rose is out here getting it in, man, and more shout-out to him for you know, coming back from those knee injuries, coming back from being basically cut off of the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, basically told you're not good enough to keep playing and that you're trash and you don't want you here. They gave him away to Minnesota and here he is turning his whole situation around. You know, him and Vince Carter still showing that longevity and what happens when you start looking at down the line and actually, it take more than just what happens when you can't dunk on everybody? What happens when you can't just, you know, go to the rim? What happens when you can't fall on the ground and get back up the same way? And that's what I'm saying. When you get older, you still have to look at things a different way. This is a business. And to see that Derrick Rose, yeah, is he playing for the Lakers? No. Because he deserved more than the minimal. You know, I remember he took that one, two, or five million dollar contract from the Cavaliers, like whatever they paid him, and he's like, Shh, man, I'm better than this. And he is better than that, man. He's Derrick Rose. And, you know, he may not be championship level. You know, he's borderline maybe. Maybe Hall of Fame, maybe. You know, but this man did win the MVP, man. The dude does have a, a tight game, man. He is still effective out here. And to see that he's out here having fun, who cares what team he's playing for, you know. But he's still out here making an impact on the court and, That was a wonderful, wonderful game to kind of watch him do his thing. Um, Another guy, Zion Williamson. You know, the the guy is coming. The guy is coming. He may not be that tall, but the dude is big. When I say the dude can jump over, the the dude can jump out the gym. He can jump out the gym. And, yeah, he may not be in the best shape, but, man, he could have fooled me the way he was playing the Rockets the other night. You know, and he's starting to come up and get more and more minutes, and he's starting to be more of an impact. And Lonzo Ball plays really well with him. I'm going to say that. Lonzo Ball plays really nice with Zion Williamson. That whole team plays nice with him. But the way Lonzo Ball was not, you know, Lonzo Ball, you could be like, man, we're going to lose the squad. It's about me. I'm going to get my shine right now. No. He is actually feeding this dude in the post. He's looking for opportunities to throw this guy lives. When they don't breakaways, he can easily try to get to the rim and take on a defender. But no, he's making a decent, he's setting this guy up. So, I'm just so proud of seeing Lonzo kind of in a situation where he's taking a step back and watching Zion, man. This dude, yeah he quietly one of the best guys out here. I know John Moran out here doing a lot, making a lot of noise. But I'm thinking for the long term, man, if Zion can stay healthy, and I know that's a big if, but if Zion can stay healthy, man, He he's a monster. And I, I look forward to watching, I look forward to watching him in prime time, you know. You know, the Pelicans, though, quiet as the kept. that's my NBA League pass squad. You know, if I can see them on NBA TV or TNT or something like that, I'll watch it. They just, even though they might not be winning, they still play an entertaining brand of basketball. So I just like watching them. Um, Moving forward in the realm of just more, um, just real talk. um, Looking at um, a trip that we're taking to Philadelphia, New York this weekend, just preparing myself to hit the road and you know, play shows and do this thing on a level that I've never done it before and and I just want to thank people just for following me. I'm going to try to do everything I can to post as many pictures as I can to kind of enjoy the moment, man, because the thing is, you know like I said, seeing what happened to a few of my uh, favorite players you know Kobe Bryant and others I I don't want to waste my time thinking about what I could have done what I should have done so if I get the chance to go somewhere to do something then of course I'm going to do it you know I'm going to take that opportunity you know even if (laughs) you know it ain't about me I'm playing for another artist but just to get the sound out there, you know, that's what I say, musicians out there, keep your own sound, you know, you singers out there, sing your way, even if you cover a song, don't listen to the recording and try to get every inflection on the recording, sing the song the way you sing it, sing the way your heart takes it, you know, this is your rendition, you know, no, we're not finna go in the studio and record you singing somebody else's stuff, but, If this is a song that's yours, this this is you, this is what you wrote, this is something that you got going on, then yeah, man, people don't come to hear you do or sound like somebody else. They want to see you sound like you and do what you do. You know, when you come to church and you play or you play out on stage, man, we're not trying trying to hear you play like Robert Glasper. We want to hear you play like you. And a lot of people don't know the difference anyway. You know, they don't know the sevens and nine chords you use here and there. They don't know your ad lifts and the theory behind it. All they know is you sound good. All they know is you sound pretty decent. <laughs> you know, and sometimes that's all that matters. You know, that you that you sound decent. You know, and I having to go out on a weekend where, you know, I got somebody backing me up at church and we're still getting that situated. But, you know, for the opportunity to get out and see the the East Coast, I never get to see the East Coast. I never get to go out there and to, you know, just to kind of plant my flag somewhere that ain't St. Louis, that ain't Chicago, you know, that ain't Memphis or Nashville, cities that I normally be traveling to. It just gives me that opportunity to open my eye to be like, hey, man, I'm. This is me just exploring here. Now, next time I come back, I'll be coming back with company, my kids and family and loved ones will be following in my footsteps, doing it with me. So, you know, just that thing to just, hey man, enjoy this ride, enjoy this trip, man. You only live so long, and I don't want to be 50 years old, never having really went to these places, never had the opportunity to play on these stages, so you know, shout out to P for inviting me and asking me to come, and, um, and that will be poetic, she's doing a show, and can't really get too much into it, but just to be a part of it, you know, that's an honor for me, you know, to be taking my sound somewhere, to, to be doing something so far away from St. Louis, so. Thank you very much. So, we're going to uh, end the show with a couple of updates. My daughter started her job this weekend. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> uh, she's talking about all this money she's going to be making. Girl, you get getting two days a week. You're going to be tired on the two days. <laughs> you ain't going to have nothing. you going to be on your phone telling people call you back some other time. <laughs> but, I'm just glad that she's You know, getting to see what it's about, you know, and, you know, hopefully we can do what we can to be a positive influence and keep going from there. Um, I got with my son on Dragon Ball Fighters, first time I played the game in a while, and he didn't beat me up so bad, you know, I I, I hung in there with him. I beat his, uh, I beat his little weak squad he be playing me with, told, told him up, man, told him, man, you know. You don't bring your varsity. You don't bring your JV out here to the varsity team, bro. You better play with your best, man. That's disrespecting me, man. you get your best peoples out here. But also, I want to talk a little bit about just taking and the Holy Roy Smith thing. People need to get over that. It's a game. And I understand. Don't nobody want no broken character in the game. All that other stuff. But why would we have tier levels? Why would we have tier lists? And then we look at those tier lists. And guess who's getting maimed in all these tournaments? Ooh, guess what? The best players get maimed in these tournaments. So that would be Leroy Smith, and he's one of the best characters. And guess what? I don't want to hear nothing about how everybody got beat by Leroy Smith. Then play Leroy Smith. Other than that, beat Leroy Smith. And for everybody that be talking about how good Leroy Smith is, I, I main Josie, and I tear him up every time I play him. And granted, yeah, maybe I haven't played because my online rank ain't all that high right now I'm in the gold ranks slightly above the green ranks but if I see some Leroy Smiths down here they know what they got coming (laughs) so but that's the thing man yeah it's tough having a character that wins all these exchanges that's kind of broken but that's what boss characters are on games man and Maybe he'll be the one sitting at the end of the game on the next Tekken or whatever they make or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's a game. It's a game that a lot of grown people get paid to play it. So in this level of age where people can watch film on other players and people can break everything down, just break it down and learn the matchup. And next thing you know, they'll have a character that's the best thing against Leroy. That's why a lot of people were playing Zafina. And I hate playing Zafina. I can't touch her when I somebody come and gets me with her. And guess what? You know, eventually you get to the, you you, you wind up doing what you gotta do. You know, as many Leroy's, as like six of them made the top eight. The final was between the Julia player, who knew? And the other one was a, a Leroy player. And the Julia player played pretty decent, you know? She, she beat a lot of... The dude playing Julia beat a lot of Leroy's to get to where he was at. So, it can be done and it can be done with a character that a lot of people don't think is a high tier. So, you know, just play the game. Just practice. Just get your game up, you know. And then get out here and start praying for nerfs and updates and balance patches and all of that stuff. Just play the game. we just having fun, you know we just having fun people on stream Rage quitting against Leroy Smith man please get out of here you know in that case if my son be playing Dragon Ball fighters. you playing uh, Goku Black that's not fair <laughs> you playing the, this character that ain't right you playing GT Goku I beat him with GT Goku now what? so you know it don't matter you know and I know there's nerd talk We am trying not to do too much of that but the thing is if you're competitive at something, just get better at it, period, you know? Just get better at it. You know, we all ain't finna be in the NBA shooting jump shots. We all ain't finna be in EVO winning tournaments. Some of us be happy if we just win the local hook up with the other guys playing in front of the TV, you know? And there ain't no money involved. We just playing for pride <laughs> or just having fun. And that's the main thing. That's what we do with the video games, so. Um, Just think about that just a minute this week and I'm going to quit ranting and leave y'all alone and have a good night and God bless everybody and we hope to see you again soon next week.